Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode of Ghost Town may contain disturbing or graphic descriptions, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Please use discretion while listening. Found in the Flood. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. August of 2005, Hurricane Katrina ravaged the streets of New Orleans, a Category 5 natural disaster that left the city's iconic French Quarter and 10 distinctive parishes in massive ruin. But with these types of tragedies, sometimes truths surface, violent truths, and with it, maybe even some justice. Today, we're talking about the disappearance and murder of Polly Pastore, waitress, Odinist, kidnapper, Her case, along with her innermost motivations, all a bit of an enigma, unsolved until the end of Hurricane Katrina. Let's unearth some mysteries today in early aughts New Orleans. Years before Hurricane Katrina strikes, Dana, Polly, Pastore wanted a fresh start in the Big Easy. Newly divorced and estranged from her two daughters, the native Texan moves from Santa Barbara to New Orleans, diving deep into Nola's vibrant culture and social scene. She eventually finds love with a kind co-worker whom she deeply connects with, a man by the name of John Henry Morgan. In November 2000, the two move into a second-floor apartment at 735 Ursuline Street in the historic French Quarter. Conveniently, both get new jobs right next door to their apartment, at New Orleans' famed Creole and Cajun restaurant, the Quartermaster Deli. The couple is employed, housed, vibrant, and in love, truly a fixture of the French Quarter, creating community and a life that Pastore hopes will make her daughters proud. That is until March 27, 2002. On March 27, Pastore's friend Kathy Greer files a missing persons report with the New Orleans Police Department. She hasn't heard from her friend in days, and the last time she did talk to Pastore, she was acting strange, depressed, and distant. Detective Gregory Hamilton is assigned to the case and begins interviewing friends and family who are close to Pastore. Greer reiterates to Hamilton that Pastore seemed depressed and out of sorts. She had abruptly quit her job she loved at the quartermaster and wasn't happy with her relationship with Morgan. She also tells another friend, Lynn Lyons, that she's going to break up with Morgan, maybe even move back to Dayton, Ohio, to connect with her mother, who currently lives there. Polly's boyfriend, John Morgan, is an eccentric, to say the least. His real name is John Robertson, but changes his name to John Morgan because of his love for Captain Morgan Rum. He's sad, but resigned when Hamilton questions him about his missing girlfriend. He says he doesn't remember when Pastore left. 
Like Greer's interview, Morgan echoes her sentiment. His longtime girlfriend has been distant and sullen, that she had told him that she had to, quote, leave for a while. As the missing persons investigation gets underway, Hamilton begins monitoring Pastore's bank accounts, cards, and phone. To the investigator, it seems she has vanished completely. No activity, no calls. Even her filled prescriptions sit at the pharmacy, needing to be picked up. There's also no contact with her two daughters, ex-husband, or anyone in Ohio, including Pastore's parents, Francis Sella and Peter Surrett. Surrett, a retired police chief residing in Greenville, South Carolina, told Hamilton he'd seen stuff like this all the time during his work in law enforcement. He also worried Pastore's ex is responsible for her disappearance. The two had a horrible falling out, so much so that Pastore is not in contact with her own children. Looking deeper into her romantic past, Hamilton found out that Pastore and her ex-husband, Dave Pastore, had a tumultuous history, to say the least. After the two moved to Santa Barbara, they have two children and are seemingly happy. But abruptly, Pastore divorces her husband and the two establish joint custody and move on with their separate lives. A few years later, Pastore accuses Dave Pastore and his new wife, Eileen, of mistreating the children and abducts her daughters from his home. She then travels all over North America with them, Ohio, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Florida, Seattle, before eventually being arrested in December of 1995. The court disproved Pastore's allegation, and after her whirlwind jaunt with her kidnapped children, she loses all custody of her daughters. After five years in New Orleans, Hamilton has to wonder, did Polly Pastore miss her daughters and disappear with them yet again? Or did something happen with Dave Pastore, who might have wanted his ex out of the picture? After talking to Pastore's half-sister, Catherine Surrett Spicer, Hamilton flagged another toxic family dynamic. Spicer says that Pastore's father, Peter Surrett, was abusive towards Pastore growing up. Multiple abuses are hinted at, physical, psychological, emotional. Still, Pastore's friends don't know anything about it. Hamilton's mind then goes to Surrett as a possible suspect or catalyst. Did Pastore's father say something to make her upset, to make her leave or hurt herself? And then Hamilton looks into another reference made by Spicer, Lyons, Greer, and Morgan, the House of Scorpio. The House of Scorpio is a collective of Odinists, mystic followers of the pagan god Odin, who often convene in historic Jackson Square. Morgan looped Pastore into the group, who would hold rites and rituals pertaining to the Germanic deity. Sometimes these evenings would go on for hours and involve smoke, fires, and dancing. Did Pastore do something to upset her religious group and community, exiling herself from the group of close-knit Odinists? If so, Hamilton wonders, was the House of Scorpio capable of violent retaliation? As the week wears on, a co-worker of Pastore and Morgan named Andy Salinas comes to Hamilton with new information. Salinas says Morgan told him two wildly different stories about Pastore's disappearance while working together at the Quartermaster Deli. At first, Morgan says Pastore was in an automobile accident while visiting a friend and was hospitalized. But later, she says she's probably with her mother in Ohio. For the next three years, the case grows cold. Until some shocking truths surface. Literally. We'll get into it after the break. Hey, everybody. Our friends at L.A. Meekly have a great new podcast called Candy is Dandy, and it is about one of my favorite subjects, candy. Each episode, they pick a different candy, give its history, and then taste and review it on air. They did an episode on Snickers and found out it was named after a horse. Did you know that? I didn't. They discovered the connection Butterfingers have to the atomic bomb. If you love candy like I do, you're going to love this show. You can find Candy is Dandy, the candy review podcast, anywhere podcasts are found. Hi, hello, how are you? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. 
Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello. How are you doing? You doing okay out there? You, you, are you still you all still in the spooky season? I know. You keeping that going? I know. Are you? Do you have a Chateau Marmont hangover like I do? No? No. Oh. Why would you? You, you Chateau Marmont sensibly? Oh, hmm. interesting. interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know what that's like. Well, we want to say hello to anyone who's listening. Hello. Supporting us, spreading the good word of ghost town. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've gotten such love the past couple weeks. Got a lot of great feedback on the episodes. Yeah, very exciting. We'll have some more video coming out. Oh, Putting hell that together yeah. now it takes time, but we will be doing that. I know. You can see my Urban Outfitters shirts and Urban Outfitters pants and Urban Outfitters shoes. Or more importantly, <laughs> you could see the seances in the hotel. Yes, those are more important. That's true. Are you being secretly sponsored by Urban no, Outfitters? No, unfortunately. Oh. I, I wish I should be. I should really reach out because the level is... They're like cease and desist on the Urban Outfitters. They're like, place. actually, could you stop wearing our clothes? It's You're old. It's enough. Well, you know what we love to do. What do we love to do? We love, love, love... and. They can't, they can't shut us down because we love them too much as our government, our ghost town government. They might be like, hey, stop talking. Like, we don't need this. It's yeah. November. Yeah. And it's like, Mm-mm. no, 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 it's no, no, Movember, no. but not for mustaches. Uh-oh. It's for Mo, us talking about the government. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I it up. Amazing. Did I mention I, I was just in Philadelphia and I did comedy? <laughs> Does that tip you off? Where I actually... During one of my stand-up shows, uh, a mayor came that I met in real life. That is, I was so jealous of that. Yeah, I I thought I was seeing a celebrity. Honestly, yeah, I felt kind no, of like, and she wore the shirt. I was just like, "Fuck, yeah, I gotta yeah, get to Philly immediately." Yeah, that's my my adopted. Uh, it's one of my adopted cities. Yeah, it's. I've had so much fun there when I've been there, which has not been very often. But I want to go there. I want to meet mayors. I want to get tattoos. I have a lot of plans for Philly. Well, well, when her name comes up in the, are we gonna do something special? Call. I mean, <laughs> everything special that I do. That's true. That's true. Everything. The mayors getting sponsored by Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Why not? Right? It's still Ooh, a great sponsor. It's a great sponsor. They got the money. <laughs> they got that slush fund. Okay. Okay. Spirit's <laughs> sure a rough start. It's a rough start. But but you know what? Listen, take the money. Oh, always. And this person definitely has. You know that's Cat Jozel. Hello, Cat. She was like, "Yeah, give me that spirit money." She's like, "I'll take the big seat." Yeah, give me that's that. What's the big blue seat? Is that what it's called? Give me the. Give me the. Give me the blood money. Mm-hmm. Getting sponsored by Spectrum. <laughs> 
<laughs> Spectrum Cable. Another I don't hellscape know, of a company. Yeah, I don't know if that's mm. regional or whatever, but it's... Mm-hmm. She's got a bunch of routers in her trunk. Yeah. Just for fun. It's Emma Hopkins. Hello. Getting sponsored by Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> you know? There we go. It's, there it's, we, go. It's, we love the insurance There we go. Companies. Your deductible is slightly less than most people, but it's still there. And... Getting that deductible money is Casey Weber. Hello. Getting sponsored by Bennigan's. <laughs> wow. Now we're getting a little local. We're getting... No, I mean, yeah, Bennigan's? Is that local? I, I feel like there's they're around. Well, they're they? uh, they're out of biz, we think, but they might oh. be making a huge comeback. Oh, shit. Because they got that money. Regroup. And, uh, uh, Gen Z marketing. Let's go. And they think the stylings of Matthew Clemens LeRae will, you know, judge it up a little bit. They are right. And taking some sweet, sweet, sweet cash from Geo Metro. <laughs> Are they still in business? Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> Getting sponsored by the Shake Weight. <laughs> that absolutely does not exist anymore. Does it? Or maybe it has other uses. I don't know. Mm. But guess what? Ashley Madden's like, I'll take the money. She will. What do I care? Good on you, girl. I don't care what sweatshop <laughs> no. productivity. I don't care who's never used this before except in a s- comedy sketch. Yeah, it's pretty much what it's just yeah. a punchline, right? Yeah, the revenue just comes from, from people sketch doing comedians. it. Yeah. 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 I remember when I had one, I was like, I gotta take a picture with this, me yeah. shaking it. Look yeah. how weird that goes. Yeah, like it's like uh. Speaking of comedy, I was in Philadelphia and I met Kelly Meehan. In person. <gasps> there she is. And she was sponsored by comedy itself. Ooh, shit. Taking that. That was very cool. Very cool to me. I'm Met so her jealous. Husband, um, tried to, I tried to be like the cool guy because they already, already ordered some drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I told people there, I was like, hey, everything they have, please put it on my card. And then the guy was like, um, I don't know how to switch it. <laughs> And I was like, but you know, did you chart? But also, I'm like trying yeah. to prepare to do like stand up oh at God. this restaurant, which was a great. It was a it was a great place and it was mm-hmm. a good show. But I just tried to be the cool guy, and he didn't know yeah. he was giving back the card. And I was God. like, I tried to be. Uh, How cool would that have been if Ghost Town could sponsor their drinks and yeah. food? Ugh, that's come come on out. We yeah, want we yeah. want to like we're so flattered. Yeah. Like you have no idea. And and if you live somewhere and you're like, hey, I can get you guys to do like. On five stand-up shows, yeah, we'll fly out something. there and do it. Yeah, we, f- you think we no. have a lot going on? No, we don't. No, we will definitely. As long as we can go out there and do stuff, yeah. we'll go out there and do it. Uh, we don't care about money. Yeah. We'll pay for ourselves. We don't care. We just need like the insight to do it. Yeah. Happy to travel and do it in the well anywhere, but you know the U.S. seems like yeah. the most logical. I mean, or like you know, if you got something in Canada or Mexico, and getting sponsored by. Um, I don't know, a little company called Planet Earth. Mm. She's not on Earth that much. She's literally always in a plane. I I, <laughs> I just want to know. There's always a, a thing of champagne. Yeah. A private jet or like first uh-huh. class yeah. and then standing next to a cool statue. Yeah, and she always looks fucking amazing. Like I, put together, like ready to fucking rock and roll. A power player through and through. It's like she's in all those like Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, like, at, you know, there's like that big party. Yeah. She's just at, at all of them. Yeah. Do you ever drink out of stuff that isn't like crystal, like beautiful glassware? Yeah. Have you ever just 
Prove drank it. from a, from like a mug, like, <laughs> like a, a mug? like a tiny water bottle. Yeah, that's like oh, I should really throw this out. It's been yeah, in the car. It's, it's like a tiny. It's yeah, it's carcinogenic at this point. Uh, yeah, no, no. Oh, all right. Well, that would be our governor, Avian Noble. Noble. Maybe you want to listen to episodes early, ad free, no chit chat. Mm. Bonus has got a bonus coming up. Uh, almost yeah. posted it, but it was not the right file. Uh, it's not ready. <laughs> it sounded very weird. It would be Rebecca talking. It would be me asking questions into nothing. Thing, nothing, yeah. That would be very beneficial for you. But it will be coming out soon, and we'll have some video on there, especially from stuff from the seance, which is yeah. a very visual thing. Hell yeah. Head on over to patreon.com slash ghost town pod. You want to get back into it? Let's get back to New Orleans, where for the next three years... 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, Polly Pastore is missing. But her ex-boyfriend at this point, John Morgan's, stories about her get more and more grandiose. Morgan tells friends he thinks her dad got her a job as a dispatcher with the South Carolina Police Department, or that she's become a writer in Prague. Morgan's theories, again, which are becoming more and more ostentatious, overblown, are obviously suspicious, or at the very least, strange. But there's nothing tying him, or anyone else for that matter, to Pastori's disappearance. No Pastori, no leads, and no identifiable crime scene. That is, until August 29, 2005, when Hurricane Katrina hits. While harrowing, Katrina's damaging floods are what eventually provides the crucial break and the closure that Polly Pastori's case needs. On October 21, 2005, Maria Barranco, the landlord of 939 Elysian Fields Avenue, calls the New Orleans Police Department in a panic. While cleaning out debris in a basement storage room destroyed by Hurricane Katrina, Bronco finds a small gray and tan plywood trunk. Opening the trunk, she sees what appears to be a Halloween decoration. Looking more closely, the shock sets in. It isn't a decoration at all. It is a contorted, mummified body with a curling iron and an electrical cord tangled around its neck. The body is nested inside a dirty, South Carolina Police Department t-shirt. Unfortunately, the discovery of bodies after Hurricane Katrina is a common occurrence. In the wake of the hurricane, lots of the buried and hidden are eventually excavated. Did the body get trapped in the hurricane? How long has it been down there? Forensic investigators perform an autopsy while the New Orleans police perform a days-long, comprehensive search of the unit. After years of searching, questions about the whereabouts of Polly Pastore are soon put to rest. In the waterlogged storage unit, Investigators find identification cards, a passport, divorce records, and other documents inside a small lockbox under a pile of rubble. The contents of the lockbox all belong to Pastore. Eventually, the body is also positively identified as Polly Pastore. The New Orleans Coroner's Office cite Pastore's cause of death as strangulation, by way of the curling iron coiled around her neck. Going through her records, Barranco tells Hamilton that the storage unit's corresponding apartment was leased to John Morgan in January 2005 where he lived with his then-girlfriend, Tracy Greer. Following Hurricane Katrina and receiving his 2000 FEMA relief check, Morgan put in his notice and moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. Eager to get away, he forgets, or can't be bothered, to clean the storage room that contains the mummified remains of his ex-girlfriend. On February 8, 2008, Morgan is arrested and charged with second-degree murder in the death of Polly Pastore. He vehemently denies killing Pastore, saying she was murdered by a drug dealer named Pepper as a punishment to Morgan, for ratting his business out. Morgan says Pepper tells him to store Pastore's body in a wooden trunk. If he doesn't, he'll get hurt, or worse. Nobody believes Morgan, and while he'll never fully know the truth, Hamilton puts together his own timeline. He believes Pastore was murdered by Morgan sometime in 2002 at her former home on 735 Ursuline Street. 
An erratic person, Morgan turned at his girlfriend after she expressed unhappiness and had planned to leave New Orleans. After killing her, Morgan dismembered her body and stored it in a trunk that he kept for three years. He takes the trunk with him, moving it from apartment to apartment, and eventually burying it in the floor of his most recent New Orleans apartment storage unit. Believing Katrina would be enough to cover his tracks, he leaves the trunk there, hoping it will be forgotten or lost in the wake of the hurricane. But the disaster doesn't hide his dark secret. It reveals it. On July 29, 2009, John Morgan is convicted of the murder of Polly Pastore. The jury deliberates for about 40 minutes before finding Morgan guilty of second-degree murder. Morgan is sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole. After seven agonizing years, justice is finally uncovered for the family of Polly Pastore, while John Morgan, slowly but indisputably, has dug his own grave. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.